listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. Where we talk about what's so hot right now. So hot right now. The hottest. So hot. It's really hot. <laughs> it is getting hotter outside. It is. It is annoying. But. Just telling you guys, I did a bike ride this morning as part of my uh, commute into work. Not as I part of my, as my entire Everybody <laughs> on the podcast can hear Chase is eating pizza. Or no, what is that? It's pizza. Fold it, fold it in half. Oh. Is that lucky? lucky? Lucky slice. Lucky slice. Yeah, sweet. So you you rode this morning. Yeah, and it was so hot right now. What time did you head out? So I took off at like 8 o'clock, just before 8, and it felt great. It was like 60 degrees. Plus you started in, in the valley, degrees. right? Yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. Then I got to, so I, I rode, rode the first couple of miles on the road. Then I hit a trail to go up over North Ogden Divide. And uh, that trail faces the sun in the morning, and part of it is open, and um, it was just brutally hot. It was also steep, and I wasn't feeling that great. I don't know why, but it, it just destroyed me. It was, I had to stop in a place where I've never had to stop before, even on a crappy bike. And I was just, like, shaky and couldn't catch my breath, and I, like, was losing it. How's your stress levels? Um, because we talked about nutrition wasn't quite on point. Like most yeah, nutritionists would not recommend a pizza the night before. It's like m- probably not the go-to healthy pre-workout meal. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> stuff it is, it, the thing is, is they I do recommend. I have been working very consistently for the last twenty-five years to train my body to work at peak levels. Mm on pizza there's that so also it um professionals professionals or um yeah professionals i think in the nutritionists would agree that uh pizza is a very good pre-podcast yeah food oh yeah Uh, it is is. (laughs) (laughs) so uh anyway i just wasn't feeling that great and uh but it was also hot like it was really hot i don't i was sweating like crazy um but also the weeds were overgrown. Oops, sorry. No, yeah. you're good. The weeds were overgrown, and um, and I just broke out in a lumpy, hivey rash Ooh, yeah. over all my legs and my arms. I, it's uh, pretty much gone now, but it, I got some pictures that are pretty gross. Anyway, I was just like itching like crazy for about two hours. I just sat in a cold shower, like cold water on me to try to get it to calm down for like 20 minutes, and that kind of helped, but. Yeah, it was a kind of a rough, rough you have mountain to go biking back that morning. Way? Uh, no, I I left my car uh, in Ogden, in Ogden, mm-hmm. and 
and took the bike over to my house and then rode the bike back. And so I've, I've got a car now, so I'm good. But uh, <clears throat> I know how that goes, not having a car and riding your bike everywhere. It's really fun. Do I get it? No, no it's, it's right here. <sighs> but, one uh, flight. I was going to just thinking that's the proper use of a mask, right? <laughs> Swap the flies. I had to use it on the fly. <laughs> So top, it's hot. It's so hot. So what are the hot selling products in the shop, summer 2020, right now? Chase, go. Go. Okay. Number one on the list this is, is hilarious. By the way, hemlock hats. Hemlock <clears throat> hats. Are we are we out? I think we're out. Like, we have another shipment coming in, or it came in yesterday. And how many did we sell? Sold 48 in the last three weeks. 48 hemlock hats. <laughs> wow. I thought, I think we hung on to last year's hemlocks like all summer. Yeah, we, we ordered twice last year. I think the first order we ordered like 24 and we sold them pretty quick. And then we ordered another 24 and that lasted us the rest of the summer and then through winter and then through the start of this summer. Then I ordered 48 hats for our initial order this year because we sold a lot last year and they were gone in three weeks. So okay, who put out this? Everyone must have straw hats memo. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, we appreciate deal. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We. I, are I mean, there's a lot of people walking around outside in the sun right now, all across the country. And you need sun protection. Tight groups, you need sun yeah. protection. Mm-hmm. Stand up paddleboarding, boating, gardening. It's hard to wear a hemlock hat doing anything with like fast motion, riding a bike. Sure. Um, anything like that, but well, that's why they have a little strap on the bottom. They do have a strap on the bottom, so you can crack your bike. I mean, the in the inside things have been have been not so popular this year for some mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> Movies and uh, restaurants and all that those inside things, and so maybe people are just outside a lot more. It's crazy how that works. Inside, inside movies are popular, but like movie Netflix. theaters, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But more people uh, are outside yeah. out of for necessity sure. this year. And yeah, so we so also um, we sold out of stand-up paddle boards. Our initial order of stand-up paddle boards, so hot. Another item which, is hot. Another one that typically lasts us all summer. Oh, yeah, um, and, they're go- and we sold them online, which sight unseen, dropping eight hundred dollars online. Yeah, on yeah, that's pe- sweet. People yeah. want paddle boards. So what kind of paddle boards do we have? Uh, NRS. NRS. <laughs> These are the Phase, the NRS Phase paddle boards. Um, like killer price point. At seven seventy up to eight hundred dollars for an inflatable paddleboard. So nice. Good and they're good. Point. I like the NRS inflatables. They're oh, yeah. solid. They're they're awesome. Well they're not solid, they're inflatable, but they're really good. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's that pizza. It's kicking in, man. <laughs> so hem- my, we even got my dad a hemlock hat for Father's Day. See? <clears throat> yeah. Because he wore and, it? Yeah. My mom like oh, my mom saw it, she's like, Are you serious? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, they're cool. And she's like, is he ever going to wear this? And he's wearing it, I think, a couple times already now. Oh, my gosh. Yard work. Yeah. You know, we're going up to Bear Lake this weekend, and you best bet he's going to wear that. It's the Mm -hmm. crocodile Dundee pattern (laughs) on that hemlock hat. I didn't know they made that. Mm -hmm. Are you getting more of the crocodile Dundees? uh, Not on this next shipment. Um, Yeah, sorry. But we do have one that is so America. It's red, white, and blue flag with an eagle on the bottom of it. With the eagle, that with sold eagle. out fast. Huh? Yeah, we've got we've got another. We've got quite a few of those coming <laughs> in because they sold so coming. fast. Um. So yeah, hemlock hats, um, so, stand up paddle boards. We just had. Go ahead. 
go for what you're gonna say well we just i noticed bee freeze catadine we just had to refill the catadine yep. the catadine bee free if you don't have one go to gear3.com right now and buy one because they will it will be the best water filter you have ever purchased um and again i took all of last year's sales for the whole summer and put that into our initial ship um and we sold it within what a month maybe six yeah, weeks yeah it's like i mean the first day of summer was three days ago and we were out of bee freeze far before that yeah we just got more in stock yesterday um but yeah we flew through the bee freeze um i was i was blown away i was i was a little nervous to place that big of a preseason order mm-hmm. like, oh, i hope we like i hope the momentum can stay up i hope this filter continues to be like the best in the market and man it's still crushing it so well, and you we brought you brought in the SteriPen and also the old school pump which is was at one time the best filter the, on the market the hiker pro is yeah. Hiker pro? um yeah and it's still like salt and it's like 80 or 90 bucks yeah like pretty good price point um so yeah the be free I mean, once you go gravity you never go back you don't really go back but if you really need the pump or want the pump we'll have more of those in yeah totally Serapins, so sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. Catadyne. I'm just looking at our list here, and it looks like um, Topo Run Ventures are selling well. You yeah, that? Topos in general are selling. Ultras are flying off the shelves. Mm-hmm. Topos are selling really well. Solomon. It says um, Topo Ultra Solomon. Solomon's selling well. all of footwear in general. People are trying to get out. <clears throat> so, like as far as shoes that are selling well, I think the Run Ventures selling well. Um, the Ultra Lone Peak, we already sold that one we sold through our initial shipment in two weeks um then danner i think like the trail uh trail 2650 is selling pretty well danners are good looking by the way yeah danner makes a good looking boot so got a reorder of oboes because those have been selling again another one that's selling really well Mm -hmm. um that's one that i put on people's feet and they just right away they're like wow this is so comfortable um i'm just gonna take it I think the only thing that Oboes need to work on is their aesthetics. I don't know because it, it works for a group. It so does. It does work for a group, yeah. and I think that group that it works for works really good for that group. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, and they don't. They're not maybe the younger, the styling for a younger crowd, I, which is fine because I remember when I sold Merrells back in the day. You know those jungle mocks, like the slip-on oh, Merrells. Oh my god! And they're everywhere. So or, or used to be. They were like our best-selling shoe for s- six years at the I shop believe it. that I There's worked so at. So many people. That's it's kind of like uh, Crocs. Yeah. Oh, those like the, the all leather ones. That yeah, I mean, I did not like the look of them. But if you were over forty years old <clears throat> back in the day, <clears throat> pretty sure my grandpa yeah. still lives in those. <laughs> oh yeah, we sold a ton, and they're pro- they're probably super comfortable and stuff. And I. I'd point out other, what I considered more stylish options, and people are like, no, I want those. If you are a man who owns uh, white New Balance tennis shoes to mow your lawn, you may like (laughs) hobos. Oh, they're not that bad. (laughs) No, they're really not that bad. Um, They they remind me of Keen and Merrill a little bit, just the more traditional look of a hiker. And I, before I worked at Gear 30, I had a pair of elbows that I really liked. And to me, it was like, this is a really, it's a good looking hiking shoe, right? But now that I work in the industry and I see like a little heavy European influence in a lot of hiking shoes, I really like the 
the European look or the, the bright, look. bright colors, a little faster mm -hmm. look, well, I mean, or even like the black boot with like some bright hints to it here and there. Salewa, I think, does oh. a really, really good job at, at boot design, and so I think that's kind of like where I come from. But Salewa's got my they're they're my favorite right now. Yeah, and we're another, that's another brand we're selling really well. So footwear in general is is just crushing it right now. I think that Gear Thirty has a very um, dialed in assortment of footwear. Um, Hikers approach shoes, trail running shoes. Mm -hmm. um, and in my opinion, because you know I get to make these decisions sometimes, all the time. All the time. We have the best shoes. Um, <laughs> I think nice. we've got a really good selection of shoes right now. We we do our wall looks great by the way, Chase. Thank you. Um, I want to mention that I said approach shoes, and that's turned into, it's warped into this, like, basically it's just a low-top hiker. It, right. it used to be a specific purpose for that shoe, but so many approach shoes now are used by just an everyday wear. You just buy it and you wear it every day. There's, there's like, Black Diamond now, which we don't carry, has some very specific approach shoes. They're, um, they're meant for... They're meant for when you get to the crag, you can start climbing, like mm -hmm. essentially in those if you needed to or whatever. Um, but but now they're like this low top hiker is sort of trending and they're stylish, they're functional, and uh, we sell a lot of those types of mm -hmm. shoes. Yeah, I think we're we're doing really well on trail runners. It depends on the salesperson you talk to. I'd say a lot of people. I, I put them into trail runners for backpacking and for trail running. Um, obviously, you got to put them in what's best for them, right? But if people come in like, I just want something that's really comfortable that I can hike a long ways in. I'm like, do you need ankle support? Because if you don't need ankle support, you don't want ankle support, and you're not going to carry a lot of weight. Like, I don't know if Greg, I feel like Greg might agree with this. Trail runners are just my absolute favorite because they're so comfortable. You get good traction. You can take one shoe as your camp shoe and as your hike shoe. Like, it's just a really good, lightweight, awesome, comfortable option that you can go backpacking the very next day and be comfortable. Boots take longer to break in. Shoe, even hiking shoes take longer to break in. And so when, when I'm helping customers, I'm biased, but a lot of times I try to, I think, sway them towards the trail runners because they're just so comfortable. And it's very rare that a customer comes in with a problem with a trail runner. But it's more often that a boot's like, oh, the boot's rubbing me right here. The boot's rubbing me right here. It's not comfortable here. Where trail runners are just, they're comfortable out of the box. So I think we, we're selling a lot of trail runners because people, one, want trail running shoes, and two, they're hiking and they're realizing these are really comfortable. I'm not carrying 60 pounds. I don't need a boot. Also, everybody's different. Um, everybody changes. In other words, mm -hmm. uh, Scotty the Body came in with his full leather vask boots, and he the tread was worn out and he wanted new boots and so we went down and we showed him the old vask and i showed him the zamberlins because he wanted tread i want tread and yeah. i want it to last and the the zamberlins have tread and they last and then i showed him the uh Salewas. and um for the, the Salewas were 150 dollars cheaper than the zamberlins but not full leather and killer tread and he ended up with the Salewas, and it's it's funny how you get, you go from, you bounce around different, you know, so depending on what you're looking for, you bounce around, but we have that enough, we have enough variety in stock on our wall right now that you can, you can do that. You can come in thinking maybe you want a certain shoe and you might walk out with something you never, he'd never even heard of somebody was mm -hmm. before, but 
We've got options. <coughs> options are good. So shoes are selling well. Um, how about on the tent, sleeping bag, pad side of things? Tents, best selling is going to be Hilleberg, um, which is kind of crazy. Hilleberg and Big Agnes. Yeah, Hilleberg and Big Agnes. I still think we're probably selling more Hilleberg than our Big Agnes. Maybe. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Hilleberg is doing really, really well. Um, <coughs> All good brands. It's crazy to me to think that a premium tent like Hilleberg, where I mean, they're, the prices range from about six hundred, five eighty, up to twelve hundred, mm-hmm. um, would be such a good seller. But people are getting the words getting out about how good they are and how long they last and how well they perform. And I I don't know anybody that's bought a Hilleberg that said that was a complete waste of money. <coughs> um, they all. They all, I mean, I know a, a few people who have bought them and said, you know, I, I just don't use it to the extent that they can hit, they can take. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes I feel bad that I use my Hilleberg for family car camping or something like that, which is completely fine. Um, but I don't know anybody that says, oh, I, I regret getting a Hilleberg. Or I don't know anyone who said, oh, my Hilleberg fell apart. Oh, my Hilleberg <laughs> isn't performing or whatever. And, uh, I have a question. This might be t- totally random. What's your guys' guess on the average amount of days on the mountain for a snow basin season pass holder? That was random. Ooh. Average days on the mountain for a snow basin season pass holder? 10. 10. So for the same price. Is it really 10? I don't know. Oh. Maybe it's 15. Say it's the average season. I don't know. Maybe it's 15 or 20. But. Cause yeah, like I went seven last year, and I okay. have my season, and I and I, had, I mean we had a shortened season. Yeah, I go way more in the spring, so I probably would have got up to fifteen or something. Like probably would have doubled it in the spring. But what I'm saying is like you get a tent, it's the same price as a season pass. You've got like ten years to use it the same amount of time you would use it. So right. like, as Very far as cost plus, or whatever, plus probably. Plus, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I think I look at it as well. That was a random comparison, but that's where I was No, going I, that makes that. sense. I was gonna, I was gonna compare like a rooftop tent to Hilleberg. Oh, that's roo- way expensive. Rooftop yeah. tents. I mean, they're gonna start around a thousand, aren't they? Twelve hundred. Yeah, it up to least. three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars. Right. And I, I know a lot of people, and this isn't a, this isn't trying to like degrade rooftop tents or anything like that i think they're an awesome really cool idea yes, cool invention you you're a hater um but i know a lot of people that buy them and sell them a couple months later because they're like wow i'm i paid several grand for this thing and i've used it twice or i've used it three times and if they were to get a regular tent they get to camp set up even quicker or if they just and they're good to go and use it over the next 10 years that's, get their money through, that's so. true but i mean a hilleberg you can't take a rooftop tent up denali i'm just saying exactly or, or you rainier. could it just have you seen heavy. my land or rainier <laughs> or king's peak i just i mean it's we're, we're comparing it's all relative whatever this is more expensive than that but i think hillebergs are really not that expensive for what you're getting and you can use yeah. them in a lot more situations and scenarios yeah yeah so. Yes, and they're sell- and people know that, so they're they're selling well. And Big Agnes isn't cheap either. Like that's no. not a, that's not a cheap tent. Yeah, we sold so. a six hundred dollar Big Agnes yesterday. Yeah. That's as much as a Hilleberg, right? Yeah. So, it yeah, tents are not cheap, but quality's not cheap either. And so, and tents are going. Tents and sleeping bags are hard to get right now too. Inventory's been shot from our suppliers 
quite across the board. Yeah, we can't give you a fair assessment on seating bags because we don't have very many seating <laughs> bags. <laughs> inventory issue. Yeah, half of that's our fault, and the other half is the industry doesn't have the seating bags that we want or need. Or exactly. Order. So, um, seating bags, but the pads, we've got a good, we have Big Agnes and um, uh, Cascade Design, so Thermarest. We normally have Nemo, but I think we're out of most of the Nemos now. I think mm -hmm. we sold out of most of them. Uh, Nemo sold really well last year. We just, for budgetary con considerations, we weren't able to bring Nemo in. I would have loved to, though. They sell really well. So we've been selling mostly Thermarest, right, this year? Yep, Thermarest and lots of Big Agnes as yeah. well. So And then Nemo, when I went to submit Nemo orders for, like, ASAP inventory, a lot of their stuff is shot it's for all this season. Out, yeah, yeah, just... It's been, it's just kind of weird, random. Sleeping bags are gone. Send up paddle boards are gone. Um, shoes are kind of hard to find. So there's like little holes here and there. Apparel, it's plentiful. You can, you can ASAP apparel easy. So it's you just kind of. You know what else you can find a lot of? Hemlock hats. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Not in our shop right now. Yeah, sold out. They're selling quick. More coming in. So to wrap up this one, uh, Hemlock is the number one. Which is crazy. Hemlock hats for our shop. It's all in the shop. Numbers, though, yeah. yeah. Um, followed by, well, we sold out of SUPS, which that's a high dollar item, but um, we sold out. And then shoes. Shoes are going quick and sleeping Hikers, bags. tennis shoes, and sleeping bags. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and Hilleberts. Yeah. How are we on socks? Uh, we just got a refill this morning, actually, of Darn Tough. We Pretty much, we just order Darn Tough monthly because we they always sell. Because you see these black socks I'm wearing. I do see those black socks. Which ones wearing. are those? They are those just a random no-name wool, wool sock from uh, Target. I was shopping at Target with my wife, and I saw these socks for super cheap. They were just black wool socks, and I thought, hey, those would be good for church. They're good looking. Though. Yeah, I mean, until I take my shoes off and see that there are holes in the toe. They're not old socks. I haven't had them very long, but it didn't so take very long to put. So what's the difference with that wool versus the darn tough wool? Well, the darn tough, I imagine the darn tough wool is a higher, sorry, my headphones are cutting out. Um, I imagine that the darn tough wool is a higher quality wool, like a smaller micron uh, thickness and stuff. So it's probably softer and that sort of thing. Um, but also, the darn tough st socks get woven. Sorry, my headphones keep keep cutting out. Can't move. Uh, I, can fix, I can fix it in the break. It's just, yeah. I, can, I can hear myself for a second and then I can't for a second. <laughs> it's kind of throwing me off. Real, yeah. Anyway, so the darn... The darn tough socks are woven on a machine that weaves a lot, that packs the fibers in a lot tighter and and stuff, so they are much more durable. And, um, and that, that's kind of where darn tough started, is they were packing about three times the amount of fibers into their socks as, a, as Smartwool and some of the other companies. And they were just a much more durable sock, which is when they came out with their lifetime guarantee and all of those types of things you can't name your company darn tough and not be tough. and not and then your socks fall apart like right that's not okay right so, so yeah i got these socks about a month ago a pack of three or something like that and i've mostly worn them and and because of this COVID 19 stuff church 
has kind of been canceled. We've been doing church at home and stuff, and so I haven't even really been wearing them that much. I do wear them occasion as a daily sock, but I mean, I've probably worn these three or four times, and they've got a hole in the toe. And, uh, I can't even wear the. I can't wear cheap socks though. To, e- to even dress stuff, I I throw on a pair of darn tops yeah. or icebreaker. Yeah. Call those darn weak socks. <laughs> darn weak. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I got a new pair of them darn weak socks. They last a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. But I was thinking about that because I got a pack of three for like eight bucks, six bucks, something like that. And they're a wool sock. They said they're merino wool. And I thought, well, I don't really abuse my church socks. I wear them for like five hours on Sunday and that's it. So they should last. But, uh, you know, they haven't lasted. They've fallen apart fairly quickly. And I think if I had bought, you know, I, I would have spent about ten times more money for three pairs of black darn tough socks. But I guarantee you they would have lasted much more than 10 times longer mm-hmm. and uh and they would have fit better while i was wearing them they would have you know performed better that sort of thing and so i think about it and i think yeah you definitely get get what you pay for when you get a quality product i mean usually usually that's the case with darn tough in my opinion that's the case yeah totally. well it's getting hot outside and that is what is hot in inside yeah in right. inside in the shop Right now. Yep. Give you some heads up. Woo woo. Heads up. It's getting Good uh stuff. it's getting close to backpacking season. You know how I know that? Uh, I went hike or I went uh, camping over the weekend with the family and the mosquitoes were starting to come out. Yeah, yeah, so when yeah. the mosquitoes mm. start coming out, I know that we're only about six to eight weeks away from backpacking season. Once those mosquitoes are gone, then I can start going backpacking. Okay. My my wife and I tried to cut it cut that period short last year and we paid for it. We just got eaten alive. They're they're brutal yeah. when you go at the wrong time. And I have I have a trip we're gonna go to Kings, so we're gonna probably go in August and then I'm gonna hit peak mosquito season or, or maybe the waning part of it, but it'll be pretty mosquito y. Yeah. Yeah, we're going we're going up to uh Gannett Peak or the Titcomb Basin in the Wind Rivers in August and we're hoping that we we uh, are past the mosquito season. I think we will be up there. Usually, peak mosquito seasons like end of June and July. Usually by August, they've died down. By September, they're gone. Yeah. September is my favorite. Yeah, for sure. But cool. We'll chat more about that here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cool. All righty. Well, thanks for joining us today for the podcast. If you uh, enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with your friends if you would. Um, and leave us a friendly review. Uh, if you if you five feel star. like this is a five-star podcast, please leave a review. If you don't feel like it's a five-star part just podcast, keep, just, keep moving. just enjoy it. Just listen and don't don't worry about taking the time to leave a review. <laughs> it's just, it's okay. We forgive you. Um, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at gear underscore three zero. Like us on Facebook and check out our website, gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Um, and you can find the deals and stuff that we have going on in the shop right now, as well as uh, new products that are, that are showing up in the shop. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you out there.